Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch, and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunt. I can't find the cufflinks. I put them out there on top of the bureau. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I wish we didn't have to go to this thing tonight. I hate buffet suppers. Betsy, go downstairs and eat now. Aunt Effie has dinner oh, already for you. you. If there's anything oh, I yeah. hate, it's trying to balance a plate on my knees and trying to cut my meat while I'm juggling a knife and fork and a napkin. Always there's one of those darn molded salads that start melting and you spend half the time trying to keep it from sliding off the plate onto the floor. What's happened to the good old dinner parties where you just sat down at the table, huh? If you don't hurry, we're going to be late. We're due at 6.30. Nowadays, you either have to keep your plate on your lap or you have to sit side saddle in a chair, twisting around to eat off a desk or something. Or you get one of those dinky buffet tables where you either have to scrunch your knees together to get them under or you have to straddle a thing. You know, it's no wonder Americans have ulcers. Their insides are all twisted out of shape from buffet suppers. Do I look all right? <sighs> yeah. Thank you, dear. I'll make you a bet. I'll make you a bet. We'll either have a shish kebab on those skewers or lobster and crab meat Newberg or veal and mushroom casserole. Anne is a wonderful cook. I'm sure we'll have something good. Ah, all right. Now, let's see. Anne, yeah. Uh, let's see if I can remember what her specialties are. Chicken, chicken, uh, what do you call it? Papra cash stuff. Asparagus with hollandaise sauce, uh, hot rolls, and uh, what is now universally known as a tossed salad. And I wish somebody would toss it right out the window. You don't have to go, you know. Shall I call and say you've been suddenly taken ill? Oh, no, I'll go, I'll go. <laughs> you always do this, dear. Then you go and have an absolutely marvelous time and refuse to be dragged home. Well, look, we are not staying late tonight. No, I mean it. We are leaving that party at 11 o'clock sharp. Right. I am dead tired. You be sure to remind me what time it is. Yes, dear, I've heard that before. <laughs> Remember how relieved you were when you heard that there was at last a vaccine to stamp out polio? Remember the early doubts and fears that it hadn't really been perfected? Those days are behind us. Areas where the soft vaccine has been taken by substantial numbers of children and adults under 40 have shown remarkable results. Almost 41 million adults under 40 years of age have not taken as much as one polio shot. Do you doubt that this is important? If so, please note carefully that after two years of rewarding statistics in 1958, the incidence of polio started to climb again. The vaccine won't work on people who don't take it. At least three shots, spaced as your doctor or clinic recommends, are vital for maximum protection from polio. 
CBS Radio and its affiliated stations join the United States Department of Health in urging, get your polio shots. Get them starting now. Excuse me, if we get the latest edition delivered out here. Well, I don't suppose so, since it arrives about four in the afternoon. 
See, the house is cold. Well, go on up to bed. Do you object to my staying down here with you? Oh, no, don't be silly. What's the matter with you, anyhow? I just meant why sit down here and freeze when you can get under a nice electric blanket? Look, you mad about something? No, no, I wouldn't say I was mad. Curious is the word, I think. <laughs> well, as long as you're not mad, that's all I care about. Oh, boy, you know, it is kind of chilly. I think I'll take the paper upstairs. You coming? Sit down a minute. I'd like to talk to you. What about? Marriage. Oh, honey, for Pete's sake, look, it's midnight. I am dead tired. I got to get up early. The house is cold. Why do you always pick the darndest time to want to sit around and be philosophical? Well, then, I'll be very brief. First, after this, when you insist on coming home at a certain hour and you ask me to remind you what time it is, would you mind not acting as though I'm dragging you away from the party, as though I'm a prison guard? Oh, oh now, darling, nobody thought that. Yes, they did. They always do. And secondly... Oh, look, the house like... is so cold. Why, why don't we go upstairs and get under our electric blankets? I'm not going upstairs and getting under our electric blankets. I want to sit right here and find out oh. something. Find out what? Don't you love me anymore? Oh, look for Pete's sake. It is midnight. We're cold. I'm tired. Yes, of course I love you. I don't even know what the heck you're talking about. You don't? No, no, I don't. Why don't you tell me funny stories? Why? Why is it when you're with me alone, you either go into a long-winded, irritable dissertation on buffet suppers, for example, or just the opposite. I try to talk to you and all I get is... Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, I, I... But when we go to a party, suddenly you're like a Roman candle. You burst into life. Everybody is always telling me how killingly funny you are. So entertaining. You must be such fun to oh, live with. Oh, honey, look, look, you're livelier at parties yourself than you are at home. Everybody is. Yes, but not as much as you. As soon as you walk in the door, you just suddenly come to life. And not that I object to your being entertaining. That's fine. But you tell other people funny things that I've never even heard. And just now I asked what was so funny that happened at your office and you said, oh, nothing special. I mean, don't I count or what? Uh, the receptionist told me if I saw Bob Williams to tell him that his parents were due for a visit that they'd arrived in town. So I saw Bob talking to Cranshaw and a very important client. So as I went past, I whispered to him, your parents are in town. He thought I said, your pants are coming down. So he let out this yelp and raced off, leaving Cranshaw and the client wondering what in family had happened, and that's the story. Thank you. Good night. Well, well, wait a minute. Wait, honey, sweetheart. Our cat has nine lives. She makes that clear with every impulsive leap from sofa to the top of the bookcase. All the same, she can't compete with you when it comes to getting places. In no more time than it takes the cat to reach her favorite perch, you can be in Rome or Tokyo or anywhere else exciting things are happening. You do that daily on CBS Radio as network features like our World News Roundup and The World Tonight take you to the scene of the news. For all of our nine lives, our cat can't compete with you either where experience is concerned. Vast network facilities make CBS Radio a meeting place for interesting people, real and fictional, whose personal histories enrich your own. Why envy the cat her nine lives when CBS Radio invites you to share the life experiences of celebrities who visit you on programs like Our Mitch Miller Show and invites you to share emotions with the heroes and heroines in our many fine dramatic shows. I set the alarm. Do you want to open the window? Now, look, I told you the story. Isn't that what you wanted? 
Is that the way you told it at the party in that sparkling monotone? Well, I may have embellished it a bit. Look, I honestly don't know why you're so mad. Well, I don't know that I am mad. I just don't understand it. Why, for example, didn't you come home and tell me the story when it happened? Well, all right, I'll tell you why, if I can. When a husband comes home from the office, he's tired. He wants to relax. He, he doesn't get the energy to exert himself to be entertaining. And it may be wrong, but I suppose her husband feels that his wife loves him, whether or not he knocks himself out to be amusing. Look, many times, many times I come home and I think, oh, I must tell her about the funny thing that happened. Then I get home and I'm tired and I think, oh, why bother? Or I do start to tell it, and right away, right away, you interrupt, or Betsy interrupts, or Aunt Effie starts babbling, or you have to go and turn the potatoes down. I don't know. I, 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 I just give up, that's all. At a party, I've got a receptive audience. Any rate, they listen to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you're right. You know you are. And I can see that it's my fault, dear. Oh, yes. well, now, look, I, I, I didn't no, mean No, no, you are absolutely right. From a wife's standpoint, I guess she thinks, oh, he's my husband. He doesn't mind if he's interrupted. He loves me anyhow. <laughs> and it's wrong, you know. We're never as polite as we should be to the people we love best. Well, I'm sorry, dear. <laughs> In the future, I shall be all ears. Oh, well, I hope not. I wouldn't like that either. <laughs> Tell me again what you whispered to Bob Williams. Oh, what is that? What is I, I, well, I, I said, yeah. your parents yeah. are in town. See, and he thought I said, your pants are coming down. And he let out this yell, see, yeah. and he dances <laughs> off up there. You know, oh, that watching. is so funny. No wonder you're the life of the party, darling, Rich. Yeah, well, from now on, I'll try to be the life of the house, too. <laughs> Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Julie Lawrence and Martha Duckworth. It is produced by Walter.